0: It's often the little things, small behaviors that can change our lives. That's the power of a financial edge. I'm Ed Meek. I'm a financial advisor with a passion to help you retire early, save more, and live better. Welcome to Ed's Edge, the podcast to help you live the life you've always wanted. Seduction, attempting, or an attractive thing, the seduction of pessimism. When we think about seduction, we don't always think in these terms, but pessimism by human nature is seducing because of how we were thousands and thousands of years ago. Before I get started, I do wanna shout out to uh, a book that kinda you came up with, you were reading this book, it's a great book. It's called The Psychology of Money it's by the author Morgan Housel, and so we want to give him a hat tip. It's provided so many great things for us. But I want to start with a story, a real-life story of just yesterday. It's an example that we, we come across all the time. client of mine calls me. We're talking about a variety of things. It's tax season right now, and she says, so there's three parties. There's my client, an investor, there's her accountant, and there's me. She talks to her accountant, and her accountant says, you know, you, you're retired now, you have enough money, you, should just, you shouldn't own stocks or bonds anymore. You should just put it all in CDs. You have enough. And she does. Even if she puts it in CDs, she will have enough. But that's not her only goal. Her goal is to make sure it grows so she has enough later on in retirement. And she wants to leave a nest egg to her three children. So, The accountant is very worried about things that are going on. And this is an example we see all the time. It's an example of, you know, which, which person are you more likely going to believe Our kind of pessimism, like, and even we struggle with this sometimes, like when we see things that are going on in kind of the world and how it affects the stock market poorly lately, or just over many years, we still have some of those same feelings internally about maybe we should do something, maybe we should get out, maybe, except it doesn't work very well when that happens, right? And so... Um, so it's a good story to kind of start with as as we get going on this idea of uh, pessimism and, and our angst to, to be pessimistic. I'd like to show you a chart. It shows us all of what's happened in the stock market. And it literally goes back like over 50 years and it shows all the different periods of time when things didn't go well. And there's many, many. And so for those of us who have been investing for a while and had your money invested for a while, you can remember, and even even if you're still in your 20s or 30s, you can remember some of the more recent events. But you know, we could see just what happened last year, that's inflation and the Ukraine war. Um, we, we see uh, COVID. When Trump got elected, literally, we like saw half the people Like, we're really worried the stock market was going to plummet. And the other half, we're like, oh, this is great. And so it really depends on, you know, what your perspective is around things. Um, And then, you know, the really big one that affected the credit crisis was Lehman Brothers collapsed. And there was a lot of things. But these were all things that really could cause us to be pessimistic and think that this could be really, really bad.
1: Yeah, the Lehman Brothers in particular, that 08 example, uh, 2008, 2009, we're going to come back to that because that's a big one, especially when we talk about worst case scenarios potentially and the true reality. But let's talk about this topic, seduction of pessimism. What is it? You alluded to it earlier, Ed. The seduction of pessimism is the inherent belief that we want to avoid danger. As you had mentioned, it could, this goes back thousands of years ago, how we are ingrained as humans. Avoid danger. It's so important to avoid danger in our minds subconsciously. And so you think about cavemen and we're, uh, you know, hunting bison and we see someone coming after us. We're, we're in, we get in what's called this, many of you have heard of this before, fight or flight mode. We have this stress hormone that hits us and we have two decisions. We fight it or we flight it. And so when we think about the stock market now and the financial element of all this is pessimism essentially allows us to think, well, here's danger. He's trying, he or she's trying to help me. So it sounds plausible.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, the accountant, right? Like this seems to right now, I feel angst about everything that's going on. My portfolio is down the last year. Like... That feels a lot more comfortable if I know I'm going to be in CDs that are safe. Yeah. You know, in fact, um, going back to that uh, chart, um, if you see on that chart, it's like $10,000 in the last 50 years went up to $1.8 I actually did a little calculation on it, and I said, if you got 4% guaranteed every single year on CDs for that period of time, it would have gone to a whopping $80,000. Compared to $1.7, $1.8 If you'd gotten 5% in guaranteed CDs, you'd have gotten a, you'd have $133,000. If you'd have gotten 6% in guaranteed CDs, which you would have never made that kind of money over the last 50 years, it, it would have been 224000 Now, I realize this is over 50 years. Compounding interest has affected it a lot. But if you have your money too safe, it really, really cripples you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so... Let's let's think about um, 2008. And so 2008 in and of itself was. The second worst stock market drop in history. Mm -hmm. I'm going to read you some headlines and I want you to think about if you remember those times, I want you to think about what were you feeling during that time? But I'm going to read you some headlines that really hit home. Global economic shock worse than the great depression this was from the huffington post may 8th 2009 right in the heart of it shortly after the dust had settled and there were bailouts and everything else here's another headline financial crisis is the worst the world has ever faced
0: and this is after the market was screaming like it had it had bottomed out and it was it was on fire for those couple years
1: yeah Yeah, those are pretty telling. And and again, that sells, right, because they're trying to help me. This is worse. Let's do something about it. Um, This is a, a plethora of news headlines over the course of three years during that great financial crisis. Some things that stuck out to me, foreclosures, seven day route leaves U.S. reeling, worsening crisis, economic woes, financial crisis, I mean, the
0: bust, right? All these bad words, they sell. Oh, I remember distinctly. I mean, you know, I think you were just kind of getting going, right? But uh I remember it was March, everything bottomed out in March of 09. That's when things were the ugliest and dep- the word depression was just rampant in in news and people were like, "Oh, we it might be we might be another great depression." And and uh it was it was really uh it was it was a fearful time." Yeah. Yeah. Let me give a quote from Morgan, the, in the book, on page 183, he has this great quote they highlight. It says, Pessimists often extrapolate present trends without accounting for how markets adapt. And that is the key. Markets adapt. The world adapts. Economies adapt. And we forget those things. We, we tend to believe and think that things are going to be different this time. They might be worse and they might not. Things... Are, uh, things are kind of bad right now, and they do get bad at times, but eventually they get better. Things adapt, and we're human beings, and we tend to do that. Um, but let's take a look at this chart. It's the stock market behavior on what actually happened. This was back um, in 2008 and nine, and what actually happened. The markets were around a million dollars, and then they started recovering, and now where are we at today? We're around, if, if you had a million dollars back then, you have about three million dollars today. There was a lot of kind of scary things along the way, not quite like that, but uh, at the end of the day, unless something happens in the world, and I kind of say this, I know I've said it in other podcasts, but unless Armageddon happens or something kind of crazy happens in the world that that is unforeseen that we haven't seen in the last 100, 120 years, um, this will continue to most likely happen.
1: Yeah, and I want to I circle back to a really important topic, uh, the fact that markets do in fact adapt. Um, if you think about you know, when when the market's in an expansion mode in a bull market, there's not a lot of headlines on negativity overall across the market. But overall, we tend to get um, complacent as a society. And so we don't look at risks as often as we, we should. Compare that to when things seem in turmoil. Again, we talked most recently, the banks. All hands on deck towards protecting the banks right mm-hmm. now. That's adaptation. We realize the risk and we're taking um, action against that risk. And that's oftentimes when there's opportunity. And so in conclusion on all of this, are we saying that you should ignore all negativity? I know some people might be thinking, well, they're, they're just dismissing. We're not saying you should ignore all negativity. In fact, pay attention to the negativity, but look at the facts, not the opinions. That's so important. Try to remove yourself from that fight or flight mode. And that subconscious desire to just avoid danger and look at things objectively that's when you're going to win
0: and this isn't just like we're talking about the stock markets primarily and how they're affected and why people are worried well oftentimes people forget a lot of times our clients even forget this is that unless you have all your money in the market you know we have we have for a lot of clients money in bonds and while they struggled some last year in general they're a great buffer and so we just have to keep reminding people Make sure if you're getting closer to retirement, if you're in retirement, you got to have money in bonds and some safer investments because that money is going to be stable for the most part during these periods of time. So if you kind of know in your mind, like, I'm going to be OK, I'm going to be OK because I've had enough money in this area, we're just going to let that stock money kind of fluctuate and eventually rebound. Yeah. Yeah. And,
1: and that brings up the probably the final point we wanted to make today on all this is um, the news they're in business to drive eyeballs manipulate attention they do not know about you and your goals and your mix and what you're striving for and legacy they don't know any of that they have one factor of how many watchers do we have who how we get on to a watch tomorrow drive the right news to do that
0: it's very yeah. different we got three three quick key takeaways uh the first one is are you pessimistic more often than optimistic um, just be aware that historically in our economy and the markets have proven you wrong, like not just recently, like for many, 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 many years. And, uh, uh, will this time really be different? Um, I can't say for sure, most likely not. Um, that hasn't been the case. If it is, uh, we, we don't really know where, like, you know, the mattress we don't, you know, that's probably not a good option either. So.
1: Yeah, yeah. The whole idea of, you know, well, are the banks, where should I put my money? The banks, right? We talked about that. Crypto, we talked about that in the past. Um, you know, the cash under the mattress. There's really, where is the true place to hide when Armageddon happens? Hmm. Yeah. And, and that's something to really think to
0: yourself of
1: if that catastrophic events happens, money's probably worthless anyways.
0: Yeah, i mean some people will say gold or crypto or whatever but you know that hasn't always been the case and certainly not crypto that's that's the case and gold's really struggled for a very long period of time but the last takeaway is um talk to someone objective if you kind of know in, internally you're like this that's like you know the story uh, about this client she she talked to the accountant started getting scared talked to me and it helped her a little bit she kind of realized sometimes we just need to be reminded of kind of some of these things. Um, it's important to talk to someone who isn't tied to your finances. Oftentimes that's a, an advisor, but, but it could be somebody else um, as, as emotionally as you are.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so uh, again, we hope you found this very helpful in terms of thinking through all these events. What we can promise you is they'll continue to be negative events. And so we wanna equip you to tackle them in the right way for yourself. So with all that being said, It is time for Ed's food for
0: thought. All right. You're not even going to believe this, James. Uh Uh-oh. Check this out. I want you guys to look at this clearly. I found one of my favorite recipes, (laughs) and I kid you not, this is literally the recipe that I have been using like for twenty years, can you tell that I've used it a few times?
1: So we talked about history. It looks like the Declaration of Independence. I know
0: Scott, uh, who does the filming, he, he mentioned that this does look <laughs> like it. Um, so it. Uh, shout out to our, our my friend Elizabeth. She gave me the recipe. It's called Prosciutto Pasta with Sun Dried Tomatoes. And so if you like sun-dried tomatoes, oh, this thing is amazing. And this is not for the faint of heart, and this isn't good for when you're on a diet because okay. there's a lot of cream, good butter, pasta, but oh, it's amazing. Um, and so we're going to have it up on the website. Uh, if you give it a try, let me know what you think.
1: Yeah, yeah. So we won't post that one, I think, up there because it doesn't look look too no not legible. this one no uh-uh, yeah. we'll make sure we we put up a more yeah i just realized
0: one. it's been taped a few times too so. <laughs>
1: all right everyone thanks so much for watching we'll talk to you next
0: time this podcast represents an assessment of the market environment at a specific point in time should not be relied upon as investment advice and is not intended to predict or depict performance of any investment. Any specific recommendations or comparisons that are made as to particular securities or strategies are for illustrative purposes only and are not meant as investment advice for any viewer.